Good morning, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, are your co-host, Brian, and joining me at an ungodly hour, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. Brought to you by Dayquil. <laughs> oh, are you still on that? Are you still... Yeah, I, you still I'm still it? getting over a cold, so you if you sound... happen to hear my microphone cut out, it's just because I'm coughing and I don't want it to. Oh, I hear on. you. No, you sound yeah. absolutely normal, which is great. Good, good. Well, well done, but sorry to hear you're I'm still... getting better. Sorry you're still under the weather. Um, <clears throat> but folks, we are doing an early morning 6 a.m. our time podcast because we have some guests from the Netherlands. Uh, joining us from Convoy Games, we have okay. I'm going to try and say these right. Sander Devisser. De yep, that's me. Okay, great. And Rian Kulin. That's fine. I'll take it. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Back, let's know. Uh, Co-owner and community manager, manager, respectfully, to hear talk about their upcoming. Space action adventure game thing, Landinar Into the Void. Welcome, guys. Thank yeah, you very much. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah, we are really excited to talk about your game because one thing that your game does that a lot of games don't, I'm just going to say this right off the bat, and I love it, it lets you walk around inside your ship. Yep. Yeah. We, not enough games do that. I'm just going to say that right off. Right yeah, off the I agree. I've so, been- have you guys have you guys played Eve Online? I'm sure you have. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you and remember when they were uh, trying to introduce the whole walking in stations? Everybody hated it. I I was I was on a hiatus from the game at that point. Like I I took like a seven year break because I oh, lost yeah. I lost my core and you really can't play yeah, that yeah, yeah. you really can't play that game without a corp uh, corporation. Nope, nope. So um so I didn't play it for years. So I missed that whole mess. But I I saw it from afar and uh, yeah, well. I, I thought it was like a really cool idea, and then they just didn't really do much with it. And I don't know; it's a bit of a shame, I think. And it's gone now. It does. They don't even let you do that anymore. Oh, really? They they removed the whole thing. I I wow. I'm not able to do it, so I guess they removed it. Okay. Cause wow. I, okay. I mean, well, like I haven't played the game in years, but I don't know. Like like, there was a game from the early aughts called Earth and Beyond that lets you do that, uh, and uh, yeah. It was an MMO by Westwood that came out in 2003. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that that looked really cool. I remember reading about it back then, but I think I was playing uh, Star Wars Galaxies at the time. Yeah. You can, really... you can actually still play it for free, FYI. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, like a lot of these older games, they're emulated by fans. So you oh, could yeah, totally so you could totally play both Star Wars Galaxies and Earth and Beyond for free if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, I've played I've played a little bit of Star Wars Galaxies recently, and I mean it was really cool. But to be honest, it just didn't really work so well anymore after what like fifteen years or something. Yeah, like I think I th- really, uh, yeah, I think we have a different tolerance for grind these days than we did yeah. even, a, even a decade ago. Yeah, absolutely, and it's super clunky in a way. Like, oh whole, god, it is so the whole clunky. interface, and it's just strange. It but, is so. And I loved clunky. it back in back in like two thousand four, five, or whatever. Yeah, that was, that, was cool. uh, that was like, I think those early days were like everyone was still trying to figure MMOs out. So, like, oh, yeah. you, you didn't have any kind of standardized interface. You didn't have any kind of. You know, no, everything was different. The only the only standard thing you you needed was like a gigabyte of memory, which was an insane amount. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. So yeah. so insane. Uh, but we're here to talk about your game, Landinar. So let's yeah. let's start at the beginning. What was the impetus for this game, and when did you guys start working on it? Oh, um, okay. So uh, I think we started on it back in 2015, yeah. roughly, um, after we released Convoy. That was, uh, yeah, we released Convoy in April 2015. And then after about half a year of maintaining you know, that game and, and, and like uh, putting some patches out and stuff, we started sort of on a new concept for a new game. Um, and the idea was to... After you know brainstorming a little bit, we wanted to make a um, like a, a sort of cyberpunk hacking uh, stealth kind of top down shooter thing. <laughs> uh, it's it's been it's been a few places. Uh, one of the big elements of that game was supposed to be like a sort of base building where you could you could you know uh, expand your lair and, and upgrade your stuff in your 
in your base. We didn't really have like very concrete plans for it, but we're sort of experimenting with several ideas. Um, and then after a little while, we sort of realized, well, if we're going to make this game, we're going to have to make like really um, sort of detailed custom missions and stuff, like a really narrative kind of game. And we figured that was a little bit too much work for a three-man team. Uh, is, as that was what we were at the time. Um, so we decided to, you know, how about we just stick some engines on this whole base you can build and then call it a spaceship. So that's what we did. And then we had a space game. Um, and then it turned out, well, you know, why don't we add missions to this whole thing? Because um, we were going to sort of have the tech anyway and, and mess around with it a little bit. So then we basically doubled the size of the whole project and figured, well, you know, let's just go with it and see where it goes. Um, we didn't really have like a very solid plan and we we're very loose on how we develop things. So um, it took us about three and a half years to actually get from a totally different kind of game to where we are right now, which is you know, a space action adventure kind of game. And it is quite playable, and I really like how one one of the uh, fun things I like about it, and, and a lot not a lot of games do this, uh, the walking around bit, but how seamless it is, um, yeah. where you can dock your ship and then get out of the cockpit, run around your ship, then run around the station, and, and from the yep. same from the same perspective, like it's very like seamless. It's the same distance, yeah. it's the same angle yeah. from your very ship. Fluid. Yeah, very fluid, yeah, which is really... Yeah, and, and th- that's because it started out as, as uh, basically walking around was the first thing we made. And then only oh. after uh, we finished that, we, we made your thing into a spaceship. So the whole... Uh, it's sort of the other way around the, than most games do it, I, I suppose. Yeah, it must be, because it's kind of fascinating how like when you go into the cockpit, you zoom out to the external view. Yeah. And it's it's the same controls and everything, which is really nice. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, is there going to be combat on foot as well as in the spaceship? Um, well, I, I don't want to make any promises, but um, seeing as this game um, used to have top-down shooter combat, and the mechanics are still sort of the code oh. still there, but we we just sort of removed everything because it, you know it didn't really work as well as you wanted to have it working, and the AI for uh, for foot combat was very different from space combat and since it was going to be a space game we just want to have uh you know the space combat take priority over that so we didn't really develop anything further after like the first six or seven months but you know the base system is still there so maybe in the future we'll have some sort of foot combat thing going on i'm i'm looking forward to having that but I know. I, I don't want to promise anything right now. And, and we have a really long list of things oh, yeah. we would love to do oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the game. You, can, you can't see it right now, but next to uh, Rianne on the uh, there's like a whiteboard, and there's I think probably about a hundred things we want to wow. add to it. Wow! Wow! Yeah. It's, it's a bit crazy, but so, you know, that's that's the whole thing. We, I think we could develop this game for another ten years or something without running out of ideas. So. You know, it's it's, it's never ending. It's so. never ending, but that's that's always how it goes. So you'll follow the uh, the paradox model of just build a base of a game and then continue bolting onto it. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it all depends on how how people receive it, and if people you know don't like a feature, then we'll maybe change something or remove something or, or add something to make it work. Or well, which you know, is mainly the reason we uh, have we um, decided to go into early access right now because yeah. uh, we have so many ideas and we have so many ways that we could go with it, but we really want to know what people like and what people expect and what they um, uh, would want to see in this game and prioritize that. And you guys are going to early access next month? Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. Uh, yeah, September eighteen. Yes. Right. So about a month from uh, about three weeks from uh, now. About three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. Three ish weeks. Yeah. From from exactly when we're three weeks, this? I think. Oh really? Yeah, exactly three three weeks from now. Yeah, Tuesday. Three weeks ago. How funny! Oh God! No, no pressure, guys. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have, we have a, the, the rest of the team is working in. We have like our office has two rooms. Basically, it's a really small, cheap office. Uh, we have two rooms, and the other room is now filled with everybody because we we basically shoot everyone away from this room to have some quiet so we can do this podcast with you. Uh, and they're just working there quietly. 
under pressure. Well, know. maybe they've left. We don't know. No, but it could be. <laughs> tell them all to say hi. I want to, if if you can, tell them. All, I want to hear them. Uh, if, if they're all right there. Well, we have to, we'd have to shout. <laughs> One oh, of okay. us would have to run out of the room to get them. Oh, yeah. I see. <laughs> well, tell the yep. send send our thanks for them being uh, being quiet. Oh, oh yeah. Roy, Roy says we're having yeah. fun here. He must be. A, uh, oh really? Oh, he's listening to me. Uh, he must be listening. He wouldn't. He's on Twitch right now. <laughs> oh, cool. that's awesome! Yeah. Oh, that's great. He says we were having fun. You guys are working. So <laughs> that's great. How big oh, is your well, How big is your team now? You said it only started with uh, a few people. So, so yeah, the core team is with like six people right now. Uh, oh, wow. We expanded from three initially to uh, six in total right now. So it's still very small, but yeah, we're managing. Yes. Uh, so I guess Convoy did fairly well for you guys. Yeah, it was it was our first game, uh, and like when we started, we just had no idea what to expect of releasing a game. Uh, we were all still in university and still studying, so uh, for us it was more like uh, we wanted to make a game for our portfolio and see if we can actually get a job with you know in the game industry. Uh, but then. We got picked up by a small local publisher, and they said, "Well, you know, it's actually really cool, and want to make this game bigger than it is right now." And so it all sort of snowballed into an actual company, and and actually making some money off it. And now we've been doing it for five years, so that's uh, yeah, it did really well. I have to admit, I did buy Convoy back in the day, and I found it way too difficult. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I think a lot I was of people have that. You were a backer, really? Wow, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, Convoy definitely has its flaws, and I wouldn't say it's the most perfect game ever, uh, but I'm still kind of proud of it for our, you know, our first actual proper video game that we made ourselves. So that's... Uh, yeah. I'm not complaining. It was. It seemed great, and a lot of people. I know a lot of people like it. It's just I mm. personally found it way too hard. Yeah, well, I can imagine. You, you have to commit to really get into it, learn it, and uh, yeah. get with the curve. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's sometimes I, the game. I think the biggest flaw of the game is that sometimes it just punishes you, like without too any. Harsh. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Just okay, you lose, and there was nothing you could you could well, do to prevent that. Personally, on myself, I found that as I get older, I don't have the patience also for really difficult <laughs> games. Like, oh yeah, as soon as I hear something is like Dark Souls or whatever, I'm like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, I can, I can imagine that. Yeah, it's, uh, I think the same goes sort of for me. It, it's changed, in, you know, I'm, I'm nearly thirty now, and it's, it's still, you know, I still like playing video games, but it's not like when I was. I don't know, 12 years old or 16 or something. Right. I would play forever and ever in the same game and, and, you know, getting better at it and, you know, trying to yeah. become the best, you know, Counter-Strike clan or whatever. I just never really, never really got anywhere. But, you know, I tried and now it's, now it's more like, okay, I have an hour to spare. Maybe you know, <laughs> play something and I'll just play a little slow game and chill out a little bit. But it's also like back in the day, you maybe had a handful of games and exactly. that was it. You had exactly. to deal with those games. Yeah. And right now you have l- basically unlimited access to anything you want. Oh my God. And I think you really also see it in the industry that a lot of games really take you by the hand as a player and guide you through it and lead you into it. And there's not not really a lot of those really harsh, hard games anymore. Hmm. I mean, they still exist, but I think they're more for... I think they're kind of their own niche now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah. what I mean. Yeah, well, and and back in the day, like way, and that's before I was born, I suppose. Uh, back in the eighties or something, you had these arcade machines that had these intentionally very hard games, so you could oh, just yeah. throw in more money in them to oh, try yeah. to beat them. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm yeah. I'm a I'm a child of the eighties, and games were far. <laughs> but the thing is, there were fewer games, like even computer games. Like I remember, yeah. like I'd get an allowance, then I'd ride my bike to new to Egghead Software. To buy right, that yeah. one game that I would play for the next six months. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yep. I remember but, playing uh, like Command and Conquer, uh, like the first Command and Conquer. I think it was in '97 or something, like, like oh, wow. way after it came out. But I just didn't know there was a sequel or anything like that because we didn't really have any internet. I live in a small village, and I know my neighbor. You know. Uh, the kid next to next door, he had a he had an uncle or something who would burn CDs for him, and he would get new games. You know, it was like wow, he has all the games, and I I had no idea there was anything 
So yeah, that was different times. <laughs> yeah, the nineties were pretty much an explosion uh, of game. Oh yeah, it's just yeah. not stopped exploding since. Then. <laughs> Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Now we're at a point where there's seven thousand new games. Holy lord! In a year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 And it's getting more and more. Like on Steam, there's I think nearly a hundred new releases every day. Yeah. It's, it's it does dang. feel like a lot. I try and keep up because I'm looking for the new space games to tell people about. Mm-hmm. You know. And so I go oh, yeah. every day. I go to the new releases list. Oh and, yeah. Um, it's. It's insane. There's a lot of crap. It's like a hassle. <laughs> there's a there's a Twitter account if you if you follow it. It's called I think it's called Micro Trailers or something, and it makes it's like a bot that automatically posts a uh, six second trailer of every new release that is on Steam. So if you follow that account, you just you know. I don't, get but I'm going to. I I'm going to find that. That's uh, oh, I found it. Uh, yeah, there it is. Micro trailers. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Twitter.com slash micro. Okay, I'm going to definitely follow that because that sounds fascinating. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's kind of funny how, like, there are third party sites now that help Steam, that help you digest Steam. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and clearly, we need it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, I got to ask, I got to be on, ask an honest question, you guys. Do you guys find that discouraging at all? Do you, do you, tr- does that make you work harder to try and make the game better? Uh, like, how do you react to just, well, the, just all know. the scrum out there? It, it's, it's, um, it's sort of like a double feeling in a way for me at least personally it's i think everybody has a right to to release a game whenever they want you know it's nobody should be able to to tell anybody that you can't release a game because it's not good enough or anything so yeah i think everybody should have that that ability but then at the same time there's so much stuff on steam right now and and if and i think steam's actually very aware of it i've spoken to some people at valve they they sort of know what they're kind of doing, but it's kind of hard to. You, know, you have to find a way to to make sure people find the games they like. And there are people who like you know, stuff that I would never consider something I would like. But you know, everybody has a different taste, and there's games for everybody. Um, but as long as people find the things they like, then and you know don't get bothered by stuff they don't like, then it's that's a good thing. But you know, if the algorithm doesn't work or the whatever bot or whatever thing decides what you see on Steam um, doesn't work properly and things go under the radar, that's that's a real shame because, you know, there may yeah. be a gem out there that nobody's heard of and that's that, that would be a shame. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. But I, I like your your approach to it sounds very healthy, which is which is good yeah. because we have talked to developers who have get have gotten discouraged by um mm. By just how well, massive Steam is. I don't know. The, I think that like the glory days would have been like 2012 or something. Yeah. Because if, yeah. if, if then you would have a game on Steam and then everybody would buy it because it was the only release on Steam that day or that week, even, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, you would automatically have 100,000 sales or something. Which you now can't even imagine. Yeah. If, if, uh, if, if you release a game right now and you don't say, you don't tell anybody about it, nobody's going to see it, you know? Or maybe like five people will, whoever browse the, the Steam list every day, <laughs> like, like yourself maybe. But uh, it, yeah, I don't know. It's, there's, a, there's a sort of balance point to it. And I think it's also, um, at least that's from, from my experience from releasing, you know, the game before uh, or releasing a game before is that you have to sort of be on top of the whole marketing thing and you don't and I don't mean like buy ads for for like uh, for like game websites or something but you know sort of try to mingle with people and try to get the word right. out there and right. you know, yeah, be, be on a podcast like this because this is great you know it's, yeah it's, getting it's, to uh, influencers and streamers has become a really big part of getting your game out there yeah, yeah. And I, but I think at the same time it, it, it has been similar in in say like the early 2000s or even the 90s where maybe you didn't have to you know be on on podcasts or youtube didn't even exist at the, at the time but you had to you know uh, either make a deal with a retailer or a publisher and there was no way somebody was going to buy your game if it was a download only thing because nobody had internet and there was no way to access that i think the way it it's now there's no you know like there's no power for the retailers anymore but at the same time you have to do everything yourself right now or you know get a publisher that does everything for you but then there are a lot of scummy publishers who promise the world and don't deliver yeah. anything yeah but uh yeah that's uh are you guys publish- are you guys publishing this yourself 
yourselves? Uh, yes, we are. Yeah, we have. Nice. Um, and just to be really open about it, we have a deal with uh, like a, uh, our previous publisher who helped us publish Convoy. Uh, are also helping us publish this game, but we're doing it in our own name, and they're just sort of as an advisor. Uh, oh, nice! To, you know, help us. Yeah, that, that sounds that like cool. that sounds like a good relationship. Yeah, it is, and it's a publisher. It's not like a big publisher with with multiple people working there. It's just one person who does everything, and it's she's a nice lady, and you know we know her personally, and we have you know had a good relationship over the last five years. And, if if things go wrong, we can always just go to her house and throw a brick through a window or something. So that's <laughs> that's uh, we we have some we we know where they are and we trust thing that that works really well for us. Yeah. So getting back to the <clears throat> excuse me, getting back to the game. Um, so you, I think the thing said it was ten sectors, which are basically different systems. Uh, yeah, and these systems yes. are pretty big. Um, yeah, kind of. Um, the, the thing for us right now is we're trying to, you know, uh, it's, it, because size is, is relative. You can have a huge thing if it's empty and then you move really fast through it, it becomes small again, you know, if, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Or you can sure. have a small world where you walk very slowly or fly very slowly in this case. And then it's also, it's big again, you know, so it's, it's a, it's a balance between finding something that feels big, but not too big, you know, it's, um, and also that's big, but is filled with things. Yeah, it has to be uh, an right. empty void. Yeah, yeah. But then again, you know, space is very empty, so it, it's not such a big problem if there isn't, you know, anything special going on between point A and point B. If there's just a nothing there, that makes sense in a space environment. It's, that's a, it's a strange thing to consider. Um, when it's, it's, when a for it. it's a balance. It's a balance. Of course, yeah. I do have to and say. We have more. Um, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So we have more, we have more um, like sectors in the game right now, but they are locked out because they're just not done yet. There's right. just a lot of empty stuff there, or half-finished stuff, or uh, so we just sort of close the gate to them, and you can't really go there. I gotta say, but I like that. Um, there seem to be like kind of some freelancer-inspired bits. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like um, uh, the trade yeah. lanes. For one thing, yep, definitely. Yeah. Which I really, yeah. I've, I've always liked those. Can they be disrupted, like in freelancer? Like, can you be kicked out of those? Um, yeah, kinda. Um, the, right now, it's if you if you just fly into them, uh, fly through them, you can just sort of uh, press, you know, the, the, the your, your brakes or whatever, and you just slow down, and then you just actually go out of them. Uh, I don't think currently the AI is capable of forcing you out of them. Um, but that's something we definitely want to have. Oh, that'd point. be great. Um, yeah. That so was just, on the would like to have. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. of course. On, on the would like list. Yes, of course. Yeah, well, we have this sort of, and it's it's still also, you know, like many things in this game, it's a work in progress, but we have this encounter system that sort of calculates uh, whether you've had an encounter in any, like, recent time or, or you know, how long ago it was been. or And it sort of, on a dice roll, it decides whether to have an encounter or not. And, some of these encounters may be, um, and I think, like Sipco, our program is actually working on it right now, uh, that he would uh, kick you out of a trade lane, for example, and then you would, or transport lane, as we call them, because trade lanes are probably trademarked thing for somebody, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> it'll kick you out, and then, you know, you have a little pirate, little pirate uh, incursion there. Yeah, I always, um, that was always a tense moment in Freelancer when you're going through the trade lane, you think you're okay, and then all of a sudden... You hear that trade yep. lane disrupted, and you're like, "Oh crap!" Like, oh, oh, yep. Oh shit. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was... Yeah. But freelance has been a really great inspiration for for this game. Uh, oh, that's good yeah, to we hear. Really that's... love. We really love freelancers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who? I mean, who doesn't? I mean, that was such yeah. a good game. <laughs> it's it's one of the classics, right? So. Oh gosh. Absolutely. Right, exactly. Um, so what is so the 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 main story of the game is you're in this sector of space that's controlled by an empire. Like yep. set up, like so. Are you fighting that? I'm not entirely sure where the story is going. Are you fighting that empire? Are you just trying to survive? Um, so right you? now, for the for the initial early access uh, release, where it's it's uh, it doesn't really have the um, the uh, like the, the proper campaign in it yet because we want to sort of release that in a single update, like in one go. We have like okay, boom, here's the the whole campaign, and you can play. Uh, you know, start to finish. 
so right now it's an open world thing, and you are actually a bounty hunter, and you're, it's it's more of a free form thing. You can fly around and do whatever you want, really, kind of. Uh, you know, help these bounty hunter guys out and, and do stuff for them, or you know, just do other things for the other people. There isn't really like a a, a, a real um, like thread you have to follow or anything. Uh, but I don't know if you've played Subnautica, but that's something we sort of want to uh, go for, mm, where you, right. uh, in the final like 1.0 release, we want to have a big update that has the whole single-player storyline campaign in it. Yeah, so for right now, you do have some kind of bits and bobs here and there that will tell you that people are generally not very happy with the Empire. Oh, right, and, absolutely, yeah. Uh, that there are rebels around, and you could go seek them out, do side quests for them, uh, but it's very open world, and you can go any way you want. Yep. Kind of like, again, like Freelancer, you had you did have this story... That mm-hmm. that permeated, yeah. but you can also go off and do your own thing, which I think yeah. the be- yeah. I think is like the ingredient of the best open space games is that you you have goals, but you can also do whatever you want for a while. Yep, yeah. that's that's exactly what we're uh, trying to go for. Yeah. <laughs> Show, uh, the last Shogun on the on the stream on the in the chat is asking, "Can you be pro Empire?" <laughs> uh, well. Um, Theoretically, sort of. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, I think you can because um, I mean, it's not like there's there's anybody's like telling you like, hey, you're now pro empire or anything. We don't really let, like tracking that sort of thing because it it, it sort of arbitrarily restricts um, good and evil, which is not really how good and evil work in my eyes. But um, yeah, you you can work for the empire and do stuff for them, and then like you know, screw the rebels and just murder them or whatever. Yeah, you can definitely do that. Now, I, I want to ask about some technical stuff here. How challenging was it to get this kind of seamless integration between walking around your ship and then doing this zoom out where you're controlling the ship using like the same controls and everything? Was that mm. was that a challenge? Because I've not um, really seen many games, maybe any games, do this sort of thing where the, the scale changes but all the controls stay yeah. the same and everything. It's really great. Well, yeah, it, it, it has been a bit of a challenge. Um and I think we've we've had like a f- quite a few iterations before we got the controls working properly and, and figured it all out. Um, and I'm, to be honest, I'm still not completely 100% happy with the way it controls right now because there's still I think especially for space combat it feels a little bit um, more like a little boaty or something. You know, if it, it's it's not really like you, you don't have like free floating space stuff, so you can't really um, like, like you can't even strafe your spaceship, right? So it's it's only it's like a boat right now. And I think that there's definitely something we want to change in that, and maybe do something with special engineers or something that allow you to maybe do a 360 uh, rotation without actually losing your or changing your trajectory or anything. But um, yeah, it's it's been a technical challenge for sure. Yeah, we've we've had some really big performance problems uh, in the past where if you as soon as you got in your spaceship, you know, the whole game sort of froze because it had to load like the whole uh, station out of your memory and then load your ship in and that was was a bit of an issue but I think we've mostly streamlined everything now and it's we've had some custom um, well finicky things with uh, with the engine because we are using unity which um, is maybe not the best engine suited for this <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah it's um it's it's been a bit of a challenge but I think we've Manage it so far. I thought the yeah. naval combat was intentional because you actually have broadsides in the yeah, game. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it is. Um, for the bigger ships, it works really well, but when you're in um, like one of the smaller, especially like the oh. starter ships, it just feels a little, I don't know, to be honest. I, I mean, people think it's probably fine if you don't really know any better, but we have had some experiments and there are like really cool possibilities of, of you know, really nimble ships flying around as well, and that's. I think it's something we we definitely want to experiment with in the future. I think it's actually on the list, and I don't want to make a promise, but I think it should be one of the first or second major updates throughout the uh, early access period. Um, But again, I don't want to like put me down on it. It's on the board here somewhere. I don't know where you put it. it. (laughs) Yeah, it's behind your screen. My cable is not long enough to check this. Um, 
No, wait, this makes no sense. I have no idea. It's, we have it somewhere. <laughs> planned, planned out somewhere. You, you can right? just hedge it and say it's on the wish list. It's and on the wish list, definitely. It's somewhere yeah. on the board. Yeah, it, it is somewhere on the board. Um, but yeah, it's, it's something we, we're, we're going to improve, I would say, yeah. Um, and uh, the same for the technical things, because right now there's a lot of, uh, especially like when you first start the game, there's a really long loading time. Yeah. And that's not something we can really change very much, um, because... Yeah, you have to load the whole sort of game, um, but at the same time, we have uh, when you go through these warp gates, um, there's also a loading time which wasn't there before, but we sort of had to put it in there because otherwise you would fly in a system and then suddenly you would get a lot of like um, hiccups because it had to load in all the AI ships and stuff. Oh. So there's been a bit of a yeah, it's not it's not as seamless as we would like it to be actually. And did you know you can actually, during the loading thing, when it's not sort of crashing, half-crashing the game, you can actually walk around in your spaceship while it's loading the next uh, system? I did not know that. Something. Yeah, while it's something we want to... While you're in warp, yeah. It's something we want to wanna maybe play with. But mm. we found out it's actually... And that's a strange thing. It's actually... Um, there's, a, I think, a patent or something, or a trademark by... If I'm not mistaken, it was Square Enix who filed... Or Sega who filed a trademark for... Or patent for... Like gameplay mechanics while you're loading a game, so that's a really weird what? sort of yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. I, I can I can Google it. It's a <laughs> it's a it's a really weird thing. It's a, like yeah, they, there's trademarks or patents for it. I actually this is the first think, I've heard of it. <laughs> no, I actually now that you mention it, because I remember there used to be games where it would be loading and like. There was a game where when it was loading, you could play like a breakout clone or something. Yeah, like like back in the er, back, way back in the day, and then all of a sudden that all stopped. Yep, like, that's it's a thing. It's weird. Uh, oh, jeez, god damn it! I hate I hate when companies do that. Like, I have a I have an old joystick that's a force feedback joystick, and mm. on games where it works, it's wonderful, but because of some yep. copyright slash patent lawsuit they had to kill force yep, yep, feedback yep. entirely like a oh, it's, it's, I've, uh, I've seen i've just looked it up it's it's held by namco bandai uh it's called patent wow, u.s really? patent 5718632a um and it's uh it, it patents mini games and loading screens so <laughs> i don't oh, know it's God. really crazy today i learned guys <laughs> yep well anyway <laughs> I don't know if, if if you know. I don't think they're going to come after us. Hopefully not. But right, no, maybe not. No, we'll, we'll see. It's all. But it only applies to mini games, so. Yeah, true. Well, it's so. not really a mini game. I mean, you could go around and maybe play around with Fix your, your stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. So yeah, but we'll, we'll figure something out for the. There's not really anything you can actually do right now except you know walk around. But uh, yeah, we'll, we we maybe kind of put something cool in there or and that's also a thing maybe at random encounters during loading so that when you Ooh. fly through a uh, fly through a warp gate then suddenly like oh no the there's interference or something and you know uh, if you don't fix it in time you're gonna get kicked out of warp somewhere in the middle of nowhere and then you have to find your way back or something. i like that i like that yeah, a it's, lot it's, it's one of the things on the list so <laughs> Like that but, uh, I could I could talk about ideas forever, but maybe that's you know, <laughs> not really something I should do because people are gonna think, oh, it's gonna be in the game. But well, that actually reminds me of an old game we really like around here called Star Rangers by Interactive Magic. Whenever you did a, like a warp jump, you'd have to yeah. manually fly through the warp tunnel. And um, oh wow, that sounds cool. And if you did it wrong, you'd end up nowhere near where you were intending to go. <laughs> wow, it was that's great. Cool. It was so great. <laughs> That's that sounds really cool. I have to figure. Oh, someone uh, Chatham's in our Twitch chat said that that patent you were talking about apparently has expired. Oh really? Oh, oh. well, okay. Well, that's a good no thing. No worries. To know. That. There you go. Oh, well, uh, all the breakout, go. all the breakout clones while you're warping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Thanks, whoever was in Twitch chat. Yeah, thanks Twitch. Uh, we'll uh, we'll look into it and then add some more stuff to the game, or at least to the list. Speaking, speaking, of, speaking of walking around your ship, I wanted to ask: like, if you're like in a tricky situation, like you're in combat and you're trying to hide or something or get away, uh, mm-hmm. could you like jump out of the cockpit and fix stuff while you're trying to get away? Is that um, possible? Uh, well, um, it wasn't in the beta build that you played but it is now i believe <gasps> Ooh, 
That's exciting. Um, yeah, it should be. Um, if you if you have the you guys have the game on Steam right now, right? Because I sent you. Key. Yes. Yes. Um, yes then um, you should be able to load the beta branch in Steam, and that should have the latest build. But you know, I can't really Ooh. promise it's stable and it may crash as soon as you start it. But that should have um, the um, repairing ship in while you're working in the ship. That's oh, con- oh, Roy saying it's a repair gun. Yep, yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, that's gr- That's exciting because like I can just imagine like you're fighting some enemies and you're like, okay, I'm gonna try and hide in this asteroid field over here for a minute so I can repair yep. this gun and then yep, go back yep, yep, out and ah. Wonderful. That's the thing right now, yeah. Wonderful. One, I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> right. about that. We'll have to try that beta. Speaking of stable, I was really uh, impressed at how well this ran on my own mm. machine. There weren't any crashes. It did take a long time to load, like you said, but like that's kind of normal. I figured for my old machine, that's kind of normal. But um, Yeah, I suppose. But I mean, once it loaded, it was pretty... Uh, Especially, and one thing I wanted to talk about was all the detail. Like, just walking around the station, there's just so oh, much yeah. detail with, like, the lights on the wall. Or yep. or I love when you're just walking into the station, you can see the lower parts of the station, and it's kind of parallax a little bit. Yeah, yeah someone is, uh, noticed. <laughs> well done, guys. Yeah. I, I love <laughs> that. That was so... Oh, thank you very much. That was um, really yeah. great. Thanks. Well, Thanks. the Mardo uh, set station, which is you know the big one, uh, basically, and the the first, the, one. the first one you you find is the f- basically the first station we made, and I think this is the second iteration of that station, um, but it's still very um, old. Like uh, you know, it, it, we made it over like a year and a half ago or something. So right. it's uh, it, it has a lot of old things in it, and the newer stations that are also around, they are. Mostly a lot smaller though, but uh, they have even more details. So I think we're gonna do at some point a re-design um, of Mardo Set Station and just add more stuff to it because we have more assets now, more props and all that. So it's it's gonna even look even better at some point in the future and more lively and yeah, oh yeah, more lively because there's like all the NPCs you see they just stand there and yeah, not do anything. Uh, but we definitely want to have them move around at some point so it's you know, they're walking and. There, you know, being alive and the station is actually a living place. Yeah. yeah, it definitely looks lived in this one station. It definitely mm. looks like it's been around a while. You know, oh yeah, it's it's old. It's uh, it's it's messy. <laughs> it's it's half broken at some place. It looks like uh, people are are in the middle of fixing things. You know, oh yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. lights yep. are flickering. It's just really nice yep, yep, detail. Yep. Now, will you be yeah, able thanks. to do missions like? Because I, I know there are bounties and stuff, but will there be mm-hmm. other types of missions as well, like taxi uh, missions, ferry missions? Yep, yep, uh, definitely. Uh, well, the, the we we the, the bounty missions are like a, a sort of procedural generated thing, and that was like the first sort of piece of content we put in the game so you can actually play something uh but we have uh also have um they say that like uh transport missions where you have to transport uh people from station a to station b you just want to go somewhere uh the interface for that is currently very rough and it's actually a very strange way it works right now because you sort of have to buy these people and then sell them at another place as if they're cargo <laughs> which is not really what? how we want to treat people you know but- <laughs> Kind of treats it like cargo. Yeah, as well. so that's it's, uh, so the, the, those those systems will have to do have a little bit of a redesign because they're, they're all sort of derived from the cargo system. Um, but yeah, we uh, aside from that, we have like actual proper like missions or quests, if you want to say them. But I can't call them a quest from Roy. Sorry, Roy, if you hear this. Um, missions. But they're, 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 they're called missions. Yeah. Uh, but if you, you can, you know, talk to people and they will have something for you to do, and they say like, "Hey, I need this thing. Can you get it for me? Or can you help me find this guy? Or or kill somebody? Or you know, just as as <laughs> everyday missions. questions, like everyday thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think the one of the first people you find in the Mardo Station is looking for his son. Um, Called, he's called uh, what's his oh, name? Uh, Walter, Walter? Yeah, and he's looking for quest. a son. And, you know, I saw that you quest, can, uh, yeah. Yeah, you can help him find him or not. That, you know. That's great. Uh, uh, so when, when I initially did that mission, I during the beta, right, I, yeah. yeah, I went to the location where he was, yeah. and then my ship he got destroyed. <laughs> no, my, my ship, ship got destroyed. Whoa. 
By, well, wow. while I was in the dialogue to pick him up, and oh. then I couldn't, and so it bugged out. <laughs> right. Yep. Okay, that's strange. Yeah. Like there were pirates or something killing you, or what? What happened? No, there were. Yeah, the pirate was attacking his ship. It destroyed right. his okay. ship while I was and trying then, to get him, and then ah, it destroyed me because okay. I was stuck in the dialogue. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, I think that's something that could have happened. Yeah. That sounds, yeah. Sounds like and a then I, I got back to the station and talked to his father and then I couldn't do anything more with the quest because right. yeah, I didn't yeah. have him on my ship to give yep. yeah. 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 back. That's that's uh yeah, that's something. But, but that's uh, uh, it's understandable. It was a beta. So. Yeah, absolutely. We, yeah. We've had some problems with the encounter system where if you accept a quest which spawns in an NPC somewhere in space, um the encounter system that we currently have can also spawn in um, pirates somewhere in space, uh, and that could overlap, so they could meet each other and try to kill each other before you even get there. Yep, that's right. a possibility. Right. And there's also a bug that sometimes it spawns like two quest NPCs, so if you have... Uh, that was something I saw, like, I was just flying around, you know, playing, testing some stuff, and then suddenly there's like, hey, there's this NPC guy that's from this quest from Ten systems over. What what's he doing here? Like, how did he get here? But uh, yeah, that's that's just you know bugs and stuff. Yeah, so at we, some point, all the um, special NPC ships that we made accidentally ended up in the normal ship pool. Oh yeah. So when the encounter system uh, pulled ships from the pool, it could pull uh, um, unique NPC ships. Yeah, that breaks oh, wow. everything. And they also yeah. have then have the dialogue for quests that are not actually there, you know, and it's, it all goes really weird. And it all goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Once oh, one yeah. of those dominoes fails, you know, the whole the whole house collapses, basically. But we live and learn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. So, uh, let's talk about one of the other big features of the game, the ship builder. We haven't even, yeah. we haven't even broached that. But, oh, yeah. um, so we should talk about it. But, uh, folks, if you're unaware, basically... Do I have this right? You can acquire parts that in the ship thing you can add to your ship, like yes. weapons yes. and and internal yeah. components, and yep. and things like that. And the tutorial is very important. You can get new uh, ship templates by doing quests, uh, so you can also build different kinds of ships. Yep, they're and like different sizes. Basically, new hulls for your ship. Um, so yeah, you can have you, can, you start with a small ship, of course, and then. Uh, once you you know you progress a little bit, and then you get different hulls for larger ships, or maybe ships with more um, armor or things. Although I think right now the ship classes don't actually matter; it's just the ship size and hit points get calculated by how big a ship is. Uh, but it's again something on the list we want to change. So if you have a hull type A, you get maybe a speed bonus. If you have a hull type B, you get an armor bonus or something like that. But right now it's it's only the size that matters. But um, uh, yeah, we, we have more ideas for that. And um, it, it really lets you um, decide what game you want to play because uh, uh, all the guys here usually <laughs> like the big guns and uh, just blasting everything. Yeah, man, you need at least 10 broadsides on a yeah. ship, right? So. And uh, I'm more of the explorer kind of type doing all the missions. Yeah. Just basically flying around space really fast. So uh, I usually build a really fast small ship. And uh, having the ship builder and having the choice of so many different templates and different parts to put into your ship, it really lets you decide uh, what kind of game you want it to be. Yeah, that's sort of the idea. That's pretty awesome. I would probably also build the more mission missioneer type of uh, ship my own self. <laughs> something, yeah. something fast that can kind of defend itself but can really run away. Yeah. Yeah, well, running away is equally important. Yes. Who needs weapons when you have shields? <laughs> right, yeah. And all the engines. All the engines. Yeah. All the engines. More engines. Yeah. You always need more. Yeah. The, the whole idea sort of started out uh, by playing, um, uh, what's the game called? Uh, uh, Galaxy Trucker, the, the board game. It's um, Yes. It's it's a game where you have <laughs> these. <excited. laughs> yeah. You have all these, you know, these, these little tiles and you, you pick them out of a box and. You know, the board game is really like this frantic sort of hilarious thing where you place a tile wrong and your whole ship sort of falls apart. But uh, we had the idea of, you know, different tiles do make your ship different. And even though everybody starts with the same sort of template, you know, it's a it's a triangle or it's a whatever the, the, the Enterprise ship you have in 
the Galaxy Tracker, you can make it whatever you want by placing different squares on it. Uh, so, yeah, we did the same thing. And we initially had uh, a system where you could build your own um, hull as well. So you could you know, drag um, sort of thing around and have rooms and stuff working and, and placing stuff in your rooms. And you can basically decide you can build your whole ship yourself, like even the the shape and size of it, uh, but it turned out that really didn't work very well and had a lot of technical issues with it. So we sort of had to scrap that for, or at least, you know, shelve it for a while. So now we have um, these templates. And I think it's actually a more fun mechanic, even though people um, still want to have freedom to, to build their own things. But once you're limited to um, something, you have to actually think about how you're going to fill something. Instead of when you have complete freedom, you're always going to go for the one thing that starts or comes to your mind the quickest and there's no really deciding anything anymore and it's all um, you have to be creative yeah you have to and now you have to be creative and come with solutions that and it's really it's a kind of a puzzle to get your ship together the way you want exactly it's a a puzzle right now instead of you know something super free it's a bit intricate because it has so many different elements to it. You have your power, you have your combat spots, and mm. you have uh, the, your um, uh, what's it called? Your fuel, yep. and there's all kinds of things. And the mass to take in consideration for your acceleration and stuff like that as well. Yeah, all these things that you have to take into consideration while building your ship, while still building the ship you want to build. Yeah. And I, I have so much fun uh, just messing around with it and trying to make the ideal ship, which never works because you're always short on something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's a lot of it's it's like a, a kind of mini game within the game because it's a sort of puzzle. Yeah. I, I noticed. Spend, um... Yeah. Even your room distribution matters because your rooms can be disabled independently of the others. Yep. Yes. So if you have all your weapons in one room, as as uh, those who watched Brian's video, <laughs> I, I saw you. That's yeah. what happened to me. I didn't realize it yep, at the yep. time, but that's what happened to me. Yep, yep, yep. Well, the, it, it clicks pretty quickly. In one room, I they get disabled together, and then you're you're stuck. screwed. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> that was sort of, sort of intentionally the 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 thing for me, at least you know, as a as the way I look at it as a developer, I think we have to communicate very clearly. Uh, that rooms are destroyed, and I think in the, even the latest update with you know, where the repair is also included, the UI has improved quite a bit on that sort of front, so you can more easily see if your rooms are damaged or what's going on. So you don't you're not wondering like why doesn't my weapon work anymore if if you're just flying around and don't notice that there's a little like red square in the top left or the bottom left <laughs> of your screen. Um, but yeah, it should be uh, it should be a lot more clear now. But uh, the, the system still works the same as you can destroy rooms and but it also works for enemies you know you can destroy an enemy's uh room and if you fight the same enemies for a while you sort of start to figure out hey these guys have all their guns in this room so maybe if i just shoot this guy this single room he's already disabled and i can focus on another guy you know? can you so, board other ships and take them? um um, well, it's it's on the would like to. <laughs> I think there's like there's like a couple of buttons we'd have to press in the editor, and then you could technically maybe board ships, but then there's also a ninety percent chance of basically the game exploding because it's oh. super fun. <laughs> it's it's that it was one of the things we had in the game at some point, and then had to scrap again because it was too finicky and too technically That's messy fair. to to get working. That's yeah. That could be uh, a paradox style DLC down the road. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's you know it's it's on the it's on the board. <laughs> yeah. So a couple of tangential questions to the builder. Uh, we 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 had a question about stealth mechanics earlier. So, are there going to be any kind of modules or things you can add to your ship to make it uh, any more stealthy at all? Uh, well, I once again refer to our whiteboard with ideas on it. Uh, it's, it's not something now. It's not something we have uh, like tried at all right now. It's it's something we have ideas for, but it's uh, it, it hasn't been prototyped even. So I I don't know. That's fair. Like, I can't say it right now. But the other question related to the editor: Are there going to be uh, like cosmetic things you can add to make your ship prettier? Um, yeah, um, so right now there is, depending on where you build your ship, you get a paint job for it. Uh, so if you build your ship in a Mardo system, you get this yellow uh, sort of skin. 
Uh, and then if you build it in uh, the Camarok refinery, you should get the Camarok skin, but um, I'm not sure if that actually works right now. Uh, but we definitely want to add more sort of color schemes to it and more decals or, or way your ship looks. Uh, you can at least change a little bit. Um, and then there's also the hull type. So you have like the hull type A right now, which is this blocky thing, and then the hull type B, which I don't think you can actually build anywhere right now, but sometimes enemies have it or sometimes you find ship with it maybe um that should have (laughs) (laughs) okay well they 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 look differently anyway right now and and even though they don't actually do anything differently um they at least you know they have different appearance and i think you know once we have some more time and you know can build um stuff that's not critical because right now our 3d artist is actually building missions instead of 3d objects uh once we're sort of uh have more time for that we can start designing more uh cosmetic things for the game as well so it's it's something we we definitely want to do at some point uh it's all just a matter of time and when (laughs) we can do it which is the summary of this whole conversation yeah Yeah. but uh, yeah i mean uh, making video games just takes so much more time than anybody thinks uh yeah like same for us we'd never expected to work on this game for three years but here we are (laughs) (laughs) and uh, we've got so many ideas and so many uh, ways we could go with it and for now especially with the the, uh, early access coming up in three weeks it's just focusing on what needs to be done right now and get the game working and get all the bugs fixed Mm -hmm. and get enough content in that people will be happy with it and after that we can start looking at other things right so totally fair how long are you guys planning on? Do you have like a plan for early access, like six months, a year? Like, what is your? Uh, yeah. so we're aiming for a year. We're aiming for at least a year. So okay. in, in 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 about a year, we'll have the um, the the whole single player story um, in it. At least that's the plan. And then you know after that, maybe some sort of DLCs or whatever. But you know, it all depends on how it goes and, and what people think of it. So so I'm not really going to say anything beyond. Yeah, we're going to be in Alexis for about a year. No, it's totally reasonable. I mean, as long as you're open about that from the start, which I think is yeah. a, a mistake a lot of developers make is they're not as open and transparent as that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it looks like their game is abandoned and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, oh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's not yeah. what we want to do with it. Like, no, we, we, we really won't. do want to commit to to making this at least finish the, the, the things we have on <laughs> the, the, the planning thing of the board right now. So, yeah. that's awesome. Oh, we have another question Can you add a battering ram to your ship? Oh, uh, it's on the board. <laughs> <laughs> It would be lovely. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Uh, the, like uh, actually ramming people does do a little bit of damage, but uh, there are some technical issues with collision detection uh, that have to, you know, accurately. Um, how do you say this? Like accurately uh, calculate the the damage that a ship does, and the way it works right now is that your what you see as your ship is technically not your ship. There's a whole hidden layer of physics going on underneath your ship sort of so you know when you're walking around in your ship it's not it's 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 you're actually like in the in the game world the ship you're walking around on is standing still but when you're flying uh, a different physics entity in the game is flying um and what? that is all being calculated so yeah it's it's really weirdly <laughs> complicated crap. you know that's a, yeah <laughs> it's it's kind of weird but that, that's you know all to make it all seamless you have to sort of separate layers from from each other and so the physics layer of flying around is a different physics layer from walking around and so uh we have to calculate damage from flying around into other ships without your character actually <laughs> flying out of your own ship because you know uh, inertia and all that so yeah it's uh, it's, it's complicated but that sounds very complicated we would like to do but yeah depending on how technically feasible that, it is that sounds super complicated oh my god it, yeah i, I gave up about six months ago yeah well we, we oh have god. we have um uh, fixed a lot of things because before sometimes when you would you know, slowly bump into an asteroid, like you know, you see, like, oh, I'm going this, this. Oh, there's an asteroid. Oh, you know, like the like the scene from from um, uh, oh fuck, what's the video called? The, the, okay, I'm really losing my mind here. But the, when you slowly bump into a thing, it would sometimes randomly explode your ship, and then sometimes <laughs> when you would fly into something with like a thousand miles an hour, you would get no damage at all. So we sort of had to 
fix that and, and make sure it all works. But now I think battering rams are kind of tricky to do right now. So maybe, maybe sometime. But you can still do it without the battering rams. Oh, yeah, you'll definitely still do damage, but it's not a lot. And we intentionally limited the amount of damage. It does really help get the shields down from the enemy. So that's mm. a pro tip. Oh, interesting. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. But it also gets your own shield down, or at least it should. Yeah. Right, so yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think the damage is equal split between both sides and uh, limited to a certain amount. So someone asked this in the beginning of the stream, and I just remembered it, and I'm already guessing at the answer, but will there be multiplayer at all? Everyone asks that. Uh, I'm, sure. I'm sure everybody <laughs> asks that. Yeah, a lot of people have asked that, and it's something we would very much like to do, but I don't think there is going to be multiplayer because it's such a technically difficult thing to do well. Um, and we've never made a multiplayer game and we are not very... Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if we're good at it because we've never done it. And it's it's such a it's such a technical challenge for, for us because we have no idea how to do it. Um, well, we have some ideas. I mean, we, we know the theory and we've we've done some experiments with something like 10 years ago when we were just messing around with stuff, but um, yeah, I don't see this going to be multiplayer in this game. I think at some points during development we realized like we can make a really cool, really um, uh, intricate uh, single player game or we can make a really bad to mediocre multiplayer yeah, game. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I really appreciate that. As a nerd man on YouTube says, multiplayer ruins single-player games, and I completely, completely agree. Yeah, I think it definitely can, and it's something you have to be very careful about. You, yeah. know, you can't just slap multiplayer into something and no. make it. Doesn't mean it's a good game, you know. So, it's, so many times yeah. it's a crutch, and all, and also there's so many games coming out that are multiplayer only that no one plays. Yeah, yeah. true. That's also that. That's a very big thing indeed, because. You know, it's it's nice to have multiplayer, but if you don't have anybody to play with, it's it's just a single player game, and yeah, you might as well have a single player game that's a proper single player game with with all the time spent in making multiplayer working, making single player better. You know? So yeah, that's for us. That was the decision we had to make, and so we chose for single player only. In terms of marketing and getting your game out there, uh, really getting more visibility with a multiplayer game is 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 very realistic because. People will play with each other. People want to play with each other. People will tell each other about it. And making a single-player game, it's it's really it's a lot harder to get uh, to get the word out there and get people engaged and uh, trying to get people talking about your game because they can't play together on the same game. Yep. But I don't want to play with other people, so I'm totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're. Uh, it's good as long as you tell as many people as you can. <laughs> that's what right. we're here for. That's what we do. Yeah, Yay. that's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean there there is something to be said for a good multiplayer experience when it's done right. You know, yeah, like, absolutely. If you if you st- build your core game with multiplayer in mind, you know, yeah, it can definitely work. Yeah, I think there's still people playing um, freelancer right now multiplayer. Right? Oh there's yeah. Still- Populated servers, yeah. and, and, that, and that's great. I think uh, the community has been alive so, for so long. Uh, but at the same time, that's a risk. You know, if if maybe in in five years nobody plays our game anymore, and it's a multiplayer only game, then that's you it know, it's a, it's yeah. a bit of a shame because if it's a single player game, you you can still enjoy the single player game for what it is. Uh, yeah, Roy says it, people are, when it was made. people are Roy says people are still playing Diablo, which is true. Oh yeah, <laughs> true, for sure. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, then I mean, the first StarCraft is still really big, right? Yeah, so, but but then you yeah. see other games like there's this game we all we love to refer to called uh, God Factory Wingman. It's, uh, uh, I've never heard of that. There's a reason. <laughs> That's kind of a point. Yeah, was, uh, <laughs> multiplayer only. Multiplayer right. only, like kind of and third person. Playing. Third-person arena combat, like right. doesn't 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 even have bots or anything, like and and mm, no, yeah, and like, then it's, uh... yeah, exactly. You're 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 out out the gate. You're uh, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're already screwed. So yeah, that's that's a big thing. I it's yeah. I mean, that's there's so many um, MMOs as well. You know, they they die out. How many big 
big, big AAA budget MMOs have tried to become you know, oh, wow, bigger yeah. than, than, than WoW or whatever, and they all failed and because you know they had a million copies sold, but that wasn't enough to keep the game going. And yeah, I don't know, like how, where do you put the bar? And if it's a single player game, even if there's only one people, like one person playing it, they can still have fun. So that's exactly. I know it's for a small studio like us. It's I think it's a very risky thing to do and make a big multiplayer. Right. I mean. With with Steamworks and stuff, I'm sure that makes making a multiplayer game a little easier. But still, it's a whole mechanic. Yeah. It's it's a whole different set of mechanics you got to come up with. Oh yeah, absolutely it is. And that's it, I, I I'm not really like super technical when it comes to multiplayer stuff. But yeah, from what I sort of understand from it and from what I've done with it, you sort of have to um, calculate things ahead of time and make assumptions about people's positions even though you can't really confirm them until the the packets have been transmitted and then you have to move people around depending on all that stuff without making it seem jumpy or rubber bandy and you know that's that's still big problems for many games so i don't know no, it's it's too much of a problem for us. I think, I think with a, a small team like us, we also couldn't get the uh, support going for a multi, at least an online multiplayer. Oh game. no, no, it's that, that just takes up so much time to get that support running. Yeah, but I, I mean, I definitely like to make a multiplayer game at some point. I've, I've about, I think I've like two full concepts for like fully fledged MMOs, like everybody has. But I would very much at some day. You know, maybe in twenty years or something, like to make a proper, really big multiplayer game. But yeah, maybe in the future. It's on the wish list. <laughs> oh, yeah, everything's, exactly. on, everything's on the wish list. Yeah. We can dream. Yeah. The dream list. Maybe that's a more uh, more <laughs> accurate name for it. Well, unfortunately, we have to wrap up because I have to uh, get to work. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, it's early morning for you. We've been right. talking for over an hour. So, right? uh, folks, you can find out more about Landinar at Landinar, L-A-N-D-I-N-A-R. I did that right, I think. Right. Uh, yep. .com. Yes. Uh, but it's also on Steam. Uh, it's hitting early access yep. in three weeks. Uh, what's the exact date again? Remind me, please. September 18th. September 18th. So in three weeks yes. from today, when we're recording this on August 28th, uh, this game will be hitting early access. So there's already a preview on the Space Game Junkie uh, YouTube channel. It's about 40 minutes of me playing the damn thing and not playing it. Well, I'm playing it all right. I totally didn't realize you that did was... You fine. I, I totally didn't realize that was damaged. Uh, <laughs> ro- uh, robot... Yeah. On robot on YouTube, what are you talking about? No Windows Seven support. I played this on Windows Seven, uh, so I don't know what you're talking about. Um, that doesn't. Uh, well, that's good sense. to know. <laughs> Maybe the Steam thing requires. When I have to look at. I don't know because I only have Windows Seven at the moment, and it ran it ran fine. So so yeah, uh, Nerdman. Uh, Nerdman, oh, yeah. they're. Uh, about a year in early access, they said they're going to be. So they're fairly far along in development. Um, yep. But you can listen to the oh, whole okay. thing. Okay. I, I think I see where that uh, is. On the store page, it shows uh, OS Windows 8. Yep. Oh. oh. I see it. I am going to change that it's right good now. good to know it works on 7. It's good to know it works on Windows 7 because yeah. I don't think we actually tried it. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah. it should work because there's nothing really special about Windows 8. That's, that's uh, Windows 7. I got to say, when I upgrade my computer, that's one of the things I'm going to miss because I'm going to have to go to 10. And I'm not yeah, looking 10 for- is I'm- not too bad, really. I know, but I'm not looking forward to it because I love 7 so damn much. <laughs> and <laughs> no enough. one likes change. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ten is definitely better than than eight, though. Yeah, eight's eight's a mess. Yeah, well, yeah. Ten is fine. <laughs> no, exactly. Okay, so not even if, a discussion. <laughs> if you refresh the um, page right now, you should have a Windows Seven requirement. Oh, great! <laughs> Instead of Windows Eight. Oh, great! Thank you so much. Fixed it. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so, folks, just a couple of quick programming notes before we uh, close up. Thursday, we're doing our last Borderlands Two game for a while. We're finally gonna. I don't know if we're gonna finish. Uh, Tiny Tina's Dragon Keep thing, but we'll get as far as we can with it. And uh, we're going to move on to a new long play game next month, EDF 4.1. We're very excited about that. Because one, EDF... Because back up. Oh, cause, cause one, EDF is amazing, and two, we're, we, we need a break from Borderlands. <laughs> so, <laughs> it'll be nice for a change. 
And then Sunday, uh, we're doing. We're gonna. I'm gonna be doing a stream of Star Trek Bridge Crew with some folks from the Greatest Generation podcast, uh, which is a Star Trek Next Generation fan podcast. It's really great. Uh, so we're gonna totally muck things up in Bridge Crew. And then next week on the show. Oh God, who are we talking to next week? I can't remember now. Is it the Trees Brothers? I think it's the Trees Brothers. Um. Yeah, next week on the show, we're bringing back the Treese Brothers to, to talk uh, Star Traders Frontiers uh, since they hit 1.0. We're very excited to have them back because their game, if you all haven't seen it, their game is fan-freaking-tastic. So good. Um, so, yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up. So thank you uh, for watching and listening, everyone. Uh, guys, thank you for joining us this morning or afternoon for you. Uh, it's yeah, been- thank you very us. much. It's been really fun to talk to you and hear about what's on your whiteboard because that was like most of the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> on cool. But uh, yeah, thank you so much. And again, the guy, guys, the game is Landonar Into the Void. It'll be out on uh, Steam Early Access in a few weeks. It is quite a bit of fun and something a little different, uh, which, which you need in this day and age. But uh, it's definitely a good time, so definitely check it out. Wishlist it, whatever you got to do when it hits Steam. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for watching and listening, everyone. Bye-bye.